0: Well, there you are, it's Wednesday. It's good to see you again. On this morning broadcast, I'm George Watkins. Thank you for coming by. We are going to um, talk about trouble today. (laughs) Before before we do that, I just wanna tell you, I'm glad I'm not in Arizona today. Whoa, it was hot here at 88. I understand some of those states are really cooking today. Well, stay cool and try to stay in a in the shade, but meanwhile let's talk about the good things of the Lord. All right? Now, my thought today is uh, giants don't go away on their own. They have to be challenged. There's something interesting about living for a while. I mean, no, no, a long while, (laughs) like some people I know. You remember certain things that were said that no one else remembers concerning the nation, the church, uh, the world events, family stuff. You you remember things. Something came across my uh, uh, YouTube facebook or wherever it was an old news report from 1975 and they were predicting with dire and you know serious tones and gloomy pictures the current the the coming ice age in your lifetime you will see us living in an ice age and they had pictures of frozen things the north pole all kind of stuff Now, obviously if you're not a senior, you don't remember those things. And so today we're hearing the new twist on things. We're all gonna burn up, it's gonna get so hot, won't be able to to live. Well, I'll tell you something. If we don't have an anchor in the word of God, if we don't understand that God's got a plan for this planet And it's my suspicion, according to scripture, that he's got something in mind for planet Earth beside burning it up and blowing it up. I believe he's got a plan for you and I to do exactly what he said in Genesis 1, 26 and 27 and other places through the Testaments, that we would have the spirit of god the word of god the nature of god and the things of god cover the earth like the waters cover the sea so with that in mind let's uh, talk about facing giants i uh, <clears throat> i think it's somewhat natural for children and teenagers to be self-centered, they discover their their self. They discover their sexuality. They discover their weeks, weaknesses and strengths. And lo and behold, you discover girls when you're a fourteen-year-old guy, and you know, and then you discover uh, <laughs> all kinds of other things as you develop. Well, it's a very self-centered uh, lifestyle that we learn in our youth. It's not until we mature some that we begin to take on responsibilities. And if we have the right training and education and family structure and and fathers and mothers teach us and our pastors and whoever's, who's ever training us, we begin to pick up our load responsibility of of caring for the family, providing food on the table, going to work every day, mowing the lawn whatever whatever your responsibility is there's a house down the block from us on the way to uh, my son's coffee stand you know he's got an espresso uh, business i go by there pretty much every day and it's right in the corner and they just don't like to mow their lawn every once in a while they'll get out there and they'll whack it down Last couple of weeks, they left their lawnmower out in the yard in the middle of an un, uh, a half mowed lawn for about a week. Every time, every day, I went by there. There's the lawnmower. Now they're in the house doing something, probably watching television. So today I went by, and the weeds are like two feet high now. Something's wrong in their upbringing. Concerning facing giants. Now, for them, the lawn is a big giant and they just don't like to face it. So, what happens? Does the lawn go away? Does someone come by it and mow it out of gratitude or <laughs> because they like them? No, it just grows and grows. And everybody that stops at that four way stop sign sees their personality and their nature. It's someone who doesn't face their giants. Giants don't go away on their own problems come problems will come matter of fact Jesus prophesied that didn't he? he said you're going to have trouble then he taught us how to face trouble he taught us that we were to resist the devil and he would flee from you that was one of the biblical teachings wasn't it it is <laughs> it, it still is one of the biblical teachings resist the devil and he will flee what is it what is that That's facing the giant that comes into your life. There's a story told about uh, the great reformer, Luther, Martin Luther. And uh, he was sleeping in bed one night and the devil came in the room. And he roused it up and turned over and looked at him and says, oh, it's only you. And then he went back to sleep. Wow. The attitude of not... Contending with fear, but rather face it with faith. Now you say, well, wait a minute, he wasn't facing his giant. He didn't rebuke it. He didn't get get up and you know speak in tongues and throw holy water in the air. Somehow, in his understanding of authority, he knew that faith said, That fella's not a threat to me. I'm going back to sleep. He faced his giant with faith. Now look at David, look at King David, young David, as he was a boy. He brought his, he was bringing food to his brothers who were fighting in the the army of Israel. And they were at a stalemate outside of town somewhere. And when David got there, he saw this huge mammoth monster called Goliath. There's speculation on how big he was. He was one of the Nephilim's, the giants that the Bible talks about. Standing on one side of the valley and he'd been been there over a month, every day, cursing and shouting and, you know, railing against God. Well, David uh, right away started to face his giant or this giant by he went to the, he went to the Saul and said, hey, you, lazy bums get out of the cave (laughs) go fight that guy and Saul and i said hey here's my armor you go fight him well david the first thing david did was not depend on the natural warfare and tools and weapons that a natural man the natural ideas you know if i could just figure this out you can't have faith with the left brain faith comes from the right brain right side of the brain if you know the the, you know the science on that one of them reasons and the other dreams or imagines faith is an imagination that god puts in you that you can see your victory and you know that there's hope in this thing that's your faith side so david faced his giant first of all by not going in the natural side take up Saul's sword, oh, well, this is an honor. The king's gonna give me his sword. Well, he didn't do it, he refused it. Now, God had been preparing David all this time to kill a giant, but David didn't know it. You know, our problems we face, we, we think, well, I'm, I'm being persecuted, God's failed me, he's forsaken me, why am I having all this trouble? And yet after a while you realize you've learned something you know what not to do now, or you know how to do it better. Suddenly you become an expert on how to (laughs) get out of this problem, why? Because you've had some practice. You've had practice on dealing with things in a certain vein, and you've developed a skill and a sense, there's a sense in you. And now what I mean that, a knowing, I I just know how to do this, why? Because you've done it so many times. The simplest task for some of us are just impossible for others. I know how to turn a screwdriver, but I know people that don't own one. They wouldn't know how to change a light bulb hardly. Why? Not because they're ignorant or you know foolish. They've never had a practice. They've never had to change a light bulb. They've never had a screwdriver. They don't know how to turn that screw. Now. You and I face giants every day. Procrastination is the quickest way of losing what God wants you to gain. When you procrastinate, you've come with fear. You put it off, maybe it'll go away. Maybe if I wait long enough. They claim that us men have that problem. We wait too long in our health. We never go to the doctor, we never you know never have examinations why well i just don't want to know or i'm good enough i feel fine now the ladies on the other sense they check up a lot in general they go to the doctor they keep uh, pay attention to things in their body and quite frankly they live longer than us men And side note, they own most of the money in the nation because they inherit it from the foolish men that won't go check up. (laughs) All right, enough of that. Now, face your giants with faith. How'd David do it? First of all, he refused the natural side. He wasn't gonna be sucked in by popularity or you know, submitting to somebody's authority that didn't know what they were up to. Now, the next thing he did was he prepared his tools. He knew his strength. He knew what he had done before. He knew how to handle the sling. And he went and five, found five smooth stones. He knew they'd fly straight. There was no edges on them. They wouldn't veer off because they were crooked. He got nice, smooth stones that would cut the air and go straight. when he did that prophecy took over and his declaration took that stone to its target now you and i then are facing things today and as a nation and as individuals in your church in your marriage in your finances even the fact that your car broke down on the way to work and you didn't cuss it out this time you thank god that he was going to get you through it. See, that's (laughs) growth. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Shout at the air, why me, God? You know, cast dust in the air. No, we learn because we know if we speak the word, praise God in those tough times, thank God for an answer, call the angels, let them do their work of bringing in, you know, the help we'll see that Goliath, that giant fall, and your victory will come, amen. So I encourage you today, praise God, face your giants. They'll go away when you do, resist the devil, and he will flee from you, amen. Well, Wednesday's a good day to be happy and to rejoice in the Lord. I thank God every day for you all, some of you I know, personally because your name pops up and i remember who you are others i haven't met yet there's some that are tuning in from other nations that i don't know but i see their name come and i thank god for each of you i pray for you i thank god for your ministries and for your passion for your nations it's almost impossible for me to communicate to everyone but i do say this on this broadcast today that the spirit of god and the blessings of the lord be yours And I encourage you in your walk with the Lord until tomorrow morning, may the Lord bless you. Hey, don't forget to subscribe and like me and you know, all the things that happen on this internet, share and comment. Those are pretty powerful things. Really appreciate that your prayers and your financial support is always a big part of our success. Thank you for that. Also until tomorrow morning, may the Lord bless you and keep you and may you remember. You're a giant killer.